we need some banter for beforehand. What did you do for Memorial Day weekend? I worked. Nothing special. Uh, but I heard you had a pretty good time doing things involving I, a boat. I did. I did the most Minnesotan thing, and I went up to the lake for the weekend. <laughs> and uh, I was on a boat for a little while. The weather wasn't great for uh, for boats, but, you know, took the pontoon out for a spin. So that was good. Otherwise, you know, just hanging out. Nice, nice, nice. Drinking lots of boat drinks. Speaking of boat drinks, we uh, we got we did that. Yeah, we went to we went to Mr. Buffett's Margaritaville. Um, unfortunately, I can no longer call Mr. Buffett by his first name because I was on a boat without a boat drink. Um, and I am sorry, but I those are the rules. So they I, uh, they certainly are. Uh, you yeah. should be ashamed of yourself. I I hope you are. Um, I, I myself have never been uh, able to be on a boat with a drink in a legal capacity, so I am exempt from that. Yeah, it's it's only if you had the the chance and squandered it, which is exactly what I did. Um, there now, were others the around me is, with drinks on the boat. I just I don't know what I was thinking. Did did you squander it, or was it squandered because of lack of availability? It was. I mean, I I could have had a drink. I just. Oh, well. I I did not bring one down to the dock, and by the time I realized my mistake, we were we were out on the open water. At which point, international rules apply, and you don't have to be twenty one to drink. Yeah, when you're out in the middle of a small lake. In, in North America, it's international waters because, as as you know, nature owns the middle of a lake. Um, it nature belongs to owns no sovereign states. Um, so, I yeah, I, I'm disappointed in myself. I'm. I'd like to thank the academy, but uh, since since I didn't win anything, I can't. And uh in fact, I think you lost something. Yeah, I I lost something that's going to take a long time to earn and that's Mr. Buffett's trust and his uh his brand. And that's that's something that I that you can't buy. You you got to earn it with boat drinks. With with boat drinks and loyalty to the island lifestyle and island time yeah i don't know I, what that means but I, i'm, I said I'm it, coming so. down off island time pretty strong since i'm back in the uh you're you're off of international waters back in the normie realm that's some that's some lake speak uh i'm not going to explain exactly what it means because there there are still some secrets that that the uh that the lake people want to keep but i'll that's just tell fair. you it's, it's called normie time I got you. Well, uh, here in Normie time, I think it's about time that we uh, we did that. We do that thing that we do. Yeah, let's let's start the podcast. Ready, go. Sorry, I'm just sitting here playing with a 
a clear sleeve. Um, you, you do know that you're the one that, that's Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I'm, okay. I'm a child. Um, okay. Are, are, Just are we... get my notes here. Oh, okay. I wasn't. Don't I wasn't sure whether you just kind me. of forgot what you're supposed to say. Or... No, I'm just kind of like buying time until I remember. Welcome to Aficionados, a podcast about embracing and disgracing fan fiction. My name is Jacob Wagtag Wagoner. Mine's Rich the Dick Stevens. And every episode we take a look at some fan fiction, kind of turn a not-so-critical eye to it, and try to have some fun. I tend to laugh at least once. It's... (laughs) Hopefully at least once uh, we'll all laugh. Maybe at not at the other. same thing. Maybe maybe at each other. Who knows? Almost this, exclusively at each other. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Today what we're looking at is a, a piece of fan fiction. Weird. Yeah, and it's, it's based on the, the long-dead cartoon series... Dexter's Laboratory. Now, excuse you. You say long dead. I happen to have a little bit of uh, research done beforehand. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory uh, ran from 2000... Ah, crap, where'd it go? I just had it. Well, ah, there we go. 1996 to 2003. So it's not long dead. It's only 14 years dead. Only 14 years dead, which is pretty long for a cartoon. Oh, considering well, it's uh, run here's some oversight. Like I forgot years. a laptop charger, uh, so I need to grab that real quick. Boy, here's, we're really good at this. Here's some great radio. Ready? Uh, one second. Okay. All right, computer plug in. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good now. Uh, I was able to uh, grab a soda while I was doing that, so that was uh, actually uh, a, pr- a productive, a productive trip. Thirty seconds. Yeah, a productive trip to my bedroom. It was pretty good. All right, so yeah, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, laboratory, if you will. It's been um, off air for fourteen years, and. I'm sure they now still it's show be uh, back on air through the the form of fan fiction. Yes, I'm I'm sure there is uh I'm sure they do run uh reruns maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you can see it bookended with like Ed Ed and Eddie or uh, <sighs> Yeah. Good stuff. You okay? Eddie, Samurai Jack, all that good stuff. Yeah. From... Well, Samurai Jack is actually back from the Ooh. dead. I, I meant, well, I meant the, and, uh, the original run. And recently dead again. Because <laughs> I, I think the finale was a week or two ago. Yeah, I have not watched it, so... I'm I haven't not watched the, uh... the new series, but I would like to. Yes, it seems like it is 
something pretty good from what I've heard. Um, but yeah, uh, I enjoyed this show as a lad. I watched it. Um, I did learn some French from this show, so that was pretty good. I also know how to say cheese omelet in French. Mm, yep, that's <laughs> that's all I know how to say in French. I mean, I know how to say that yes, has but... stuck with me for yeah a really long time. Between that and Mandark's laugh, those are the only yep. two things that I'll ever quote from the show with regularity. Does he have a? A lab assistant that's a monkey. I feel like he said. Uh, I feel like Dexter says monkey really distinctively a lot. So monkey. he has. Uh, um, if if I'm remembering correctly, he has a monkey in the lab, and occasionally, the monkey is a superhero. But I don't know that the yes. monkey is ever really a. Uh, it. I don't ever think it's really a. Like an assistant or a test subject, it's just a it's monkey just kind of in the around lab. for. Sometimes you could see it turn into a superhero. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Um, so yeah, this is a good show that I very much enjoyed as well. Um, Mandark unfortunately is not in this story at all. Nope. Um, it's pretty much just uh, Dexter and Dee Dee. Although that's interesting because the the name of the story is actually a world without Dexter or Dee Dee. Yeah. Uh, so the um, little snippet description thing uh, is Dee Dee presses a button to cause reality to change, making a world where Dexter and Dee Dee were never born. Can they fix things in time before they vanish from existence? Yeah, your classic uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, it's time that travel plot thing. Classic Back to the Future, uh-oh, we changed something and we're vanishing. We've got to go back. I have to go have sex with my mother because uh, that's how to fix things. That's what he did, right? It's uh, been a while since I've seen Back to the Future. Uh, all right, sure, we'll just go with that. That's a lot less painful than actually trying to explain it here. Wait a minute. Mm, I think I've misremembered. He hits on his mother. He then, accidentally hits on his mother. Once mm-hmm. he realizes it's her, he then s- stops the hitting upon. Mm-hmm. So, you're only partially right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go watch that movie after this so that I don't uh, make such a hilarious gaffe again. Uh but that's not really. It's neither here nor there. Let's let's get on with with this story. A world without Dexter or Dee Dee. All right. It's, it starts as most episodes of Dexter's Lab start with uh, with Dee Dee uh, annoying Dexter in inside his lab and Dexter not really being excited about that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are a number of uh, the. Uh, 78 episodes uh, sorry 221 segments mm-hmm. uh, that start with uh, this same first line of the story which is Dexter yelling do, do you want to give that voice a go because I really don't um sh- 
sure. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it like literally one try, and if it doesn't, if it if doesn't it doesn't work, it doesn't well, work. We'll probably just move on. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a distinctive voice. It's not. It's, it's not like, an easy one to do. It's vaguely like Eastern European. Yeah. Um, but Dexter says. All right. Here, how about this? How about this? We'll both give it one go and then move on. Okay. Uh. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to? Sure. I'll. All right. So. <clears throat> oh boy, this is gonna be a little rough. <clears throat> Didi, get out of my laboratory. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll give it a run. It's hopefully gonna sound pretty much the same. Uh, Didi, get out of my laboratory. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much the same read. I'm not like a big fan of that voice and definitely couldn't keep it up if nope. you want to keep going like i do i do not that all is, right uh, uh like like scooby's pretty easy on the voice shaggy's pretty easy on the that's not this is not uh, <laughs> this is not a voice that's easy to do for long periods of time so i'm going to yeah, avoid it's... doing it uh so he yells that and then sorry he shouted that uh he'd apparently been working on a uh, a new invention and was interrupted again by his annoying sister who you know her, her classic response hi Dexter what you doing and you know he's just working just along working that long con of probably being smarter than Dexter because that's how shows work do you think she okay she's like not though right uh, probably not she mm, she seems because she seems like one of those characters that they could have gone that way with her, where it's like she's actually a secret genius. Like, um, like there's that fan theory that Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord. Uh, there's also a, a pretty good one about uh, Pinky and the Brain, mm-hmm. with Pinky being the smart one and Brain is actually an idiot. Sure. But um, I don't think that's what's going on here. Probably. Um, like I remember in the in the opening or the the intro sequence to Dexter's lab, you see her like just dancing through the through the lab, you know, doing like pirouettes and yeah. dancing on her toes and stuff, like just randomly dodging explosions and stuff. If I remember right, or is it random? Yeah, that's that's why it could be that I. There's probably fan fiction out there about just such uh, a premise, but I, I'm pretty we didn't sure. Look for it. Yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure she's just kind of. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Dexter is the 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 smarter one of the two. Yeah, and, and she she's just looking kind of at his parents. Who knows where that came from? Yeah, <laughs> what do his. Do his parents have names, or is it just is it like uh, Fairly Odd Parents, where it's just mom and dad? Oh, uh, I don't know. I will. I don't either. I will scan this Wikipedia article that I already have open, but okay. I don't think they have names. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving on through the story. Yeah, no, so your, your classic back and forth where Dexter explains that he's working on a new invention, and she, and she's uh, she's always in one of those. Uh, she's she's very curious. In nature, so she's always, oh, what's that do? And does something, and it usually screws something. And that's how the shenanigans begin. Yeah, so she she's reaching out and says, ooh, what does this button do? And uh, Dexter moves to, to stop her, saying, no, that's the 
But it was too late. Uh, <laughs> so Didi presses the button, and the world actually freezes in place, uh, turns different colors, and then kind of snaps back to normal, and and time started moving again. Uh, uh, at which point, uh, Dexter proceeds to claim that she just changed reality by point zero 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 one percent. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's probably like, I'm, I'm not going to count the zeros to figure out like what tiny, tiny percent, but it's, it's a very small amount and we don't know exactly what has changed, but, uh, it seems like we find out pretty quickly because they, they actually head up 100 uh, millionth, 100 millionth millionth of a percent. Yeah. Okay. So that's like. That's like a couple people, just completely different, or or no longer exist. I guess. Yeah. A couple okay. people? You mean like Dexter and Dee Dee? All right, you're getting a little ahead of me. So they actually they they <laughs> they walk up to. We breakfast know the premise, though. We read. <laughs> and I know, but the audience doesn't. So they they get up there uh, to get some some pancakes for breakfast, and. Dee Dee gets there before Dexter, so when he arrives, she's sitting there, like, with, like, mouth agape. She's totally in shock. And uh, he's like, hey, what's what's it, going on? It should, it should be noted that uh, Dexter, having showed up after Dee Dee, has been dubbed a rotten Dexter for being the last one there. This is true. She does say last one there is a rotten Dexter. So, yeah. So he is he, he will henceforth be known as a rotten Dexter. Okay. Which, never mind. Not gonna. Uh, we're, we're gonna. We're gonna definitely keep that continuity through the entire thirty-five minute runtime of this episode. I guarantee we won't slip up once. Uh, so she says, "Rotten Dexter, it's just horrible, horrible." Your, your machine changed it. What, what did he? What, what? What did it? Rotten Dexter, pancakes no longer exist. Mom had no clue what they were. How how can they not exist? Oh, and then De- Dexter. Dexter said. I thought it was something serious, at which point I hate him, because pancakes are amazing, <laughs> and Rotten Dexter is not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really her fault for for pushing the button, but it's also his for making a machine that could do such a thing. Yeah, that... Like, eliminate why? pancakes. It, yeah, I'm wondering what the practical uh, application of this machine would be, because if it's totally random, like... I, then there doesn't seem why, like there is a practical. Why would that. you ever take the chance that you could eliminate the existence of pancakes or yourself? But I mostly pancakes. Up, I guess maybe like the upshot is there's there's just as likely a chance that like cancer is cured or something, or like Hitler no longer existed. That yeah, but there's like it's basically zero chance of any specific thing happening. So it's a total crapshoot. So you're saying that we just need to take this machine and press the button as many times as possible. I mean, if... Well, no. I, I was going to say, well, if you if you press it, you said, what, 100 millionth of a percent? Yeah. If you press it... 100 million times, you change 1%? Is that yeah. how math works? I don't actually know. Well, that's not actually how it would work. That's that's how you would expect by just adding them all up. But okay, okay. Like so so different... that's, that is how the math works, though. Is that's what theoretically would happen. 
No, actually. No? Well, I quit. That's That could happen, but it's actually super unlikely. Because the, the chances of it changing uh, a different thing every time, 100 million times, is basically zero as well. <laughs> so... That's just statistics. We don't have to get into the to the fine the fine points. I don't want to actually do real math, but uh, it turns out when now, uh, now I've I've got I've got one other mm-hmm. question yep. about this. Um, did this machine not affect them? Because they remember what pancakes are. They do. Um, so, I. I don't know. It seems like kind of a maybe. Maybe there's some uh, some safe space within the bounds of the laboratory that everything in there doesn't get changed or something. I I don't know. We'll go. We'll go with that then. Some uh, some kind of plot device to make this work without um, the massive plot hole that you could just drive a truck through that you've uncovered. Yeah. Uh, well, as it turns out, Dee Dee agrees with me. Uh, it is serious. What kind <laughs> of world doesn't have pancakes? Yeah, so <laughs> I really like Dexter's response. He's, he's like, oh, it's, Sorry, it's whatever. You like, you like whose response? Uh, hmm. Now I've I've just made myself a liar, and I have to apologize and recuse myself from the rest of the podcast. I I have said uh, Dexter when in fact it is Rotten Dexter. Um, expect a press release from my lawyer and my PR team fairly quickly. Jokes um, on him! I'm his PR team. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> so Rotten Dexter says, "Easy, sister. We just need to make them." Get the pancake batter in. Oh, oh right. There, there's none. Well, we'll just have to make our own pancake batter. L- look up how to make pancake batter. Uh, now, how Dex- is he going to look up how to make pancake batter? Yeah, yeah Dexter. If the internet. I don't think you're that smart. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be able to look up how to make pancake batter if there's no resource that knows what pancakes is to tell him how to make Unless, for some reason, someone was like, hey, I made this thing called pancake batter, but no one's ever tried to cook it into something that would be called a pancake. It's just batter. Sewing! Yeah. However, um, could someone just make, like, like, do waffles Waffles? exist? Yeah, because waffle and pancake batter is basically the same thing. I think the batter is the same. It's just how you cook it. Yeah. So that might be like one one workaround for inventing pancakes, but again, like the the odds that pancakes were were around, sorry, waffles were around, and no one accidentally like poured it onto mi- a flat surface. Yeah, exactly. Like miss miss the waffle iron, put it onto a, a flat grill or something like that. Like <laughs> what, very small, what, very yeah, small. very very small. Like maybe like one in one ten millionth of a percent or something like that. Anyway, Dexter's mom comes in and her reaction is, um, it actually has nothing to do with pancakes. I mean, she doesn't know what pancakes are, so she can't be deeply troubled by the lack of. Well, she she might actually because she says, uh, "What? How, how did you kids get into my house? Out with you." Uh, at which point Rotten Dexter is confused. 
Uh, Mom, what do you mean? It's me, Rotten Dexter. <laughs> now, don't play any games with me. I don't have any kids. Now, out with you. See, the issue here is she doesn't remember him because she didn't name him Rotten Dexter. She just named him Dexter. It's his oh, fault for being last okay. in the kitchen. And also, he's he's constructed entirely out of pancakes. Yeah. There's Which, an episode that explains that. Trust me. Probably. <laughs> of course, uh, so they, they get kicked out of the house, and Dee Dee decides that this is the time to, sh- to say that the jig is up. Uh, <laughs> when she says, oh, pancakes, they still exist in this universe. It's just that our parents never had any kids. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's Classic fantastic. comedy. <laughs> ha ha ha. Classic comedy. Um, so... Rotten Dexter proceeds to question why this is funny. Uh, because since they were born in the new, they were never born in the new reality. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, Dee Dee does raise a good point when she when she tells Rotten Dexter, uh, "We could just go back into the lab and fix it with your machine." Uh, to- at which point we, re- we, we learn what we already assumed. Uh, that's not possible uh, because the machine only makes random changes because it wasn't finished yet. So, yeah, there's... Why would you have the button enabled before it was done? You think that would be the last thing? would be like, all right, now to test fire it, I'll install the button... That scrambles the universe just a tiny bit. And hope it doesn't screw me over. (laughs) Yeah, like... I am actually starting to question Dexter's intelligence. Because this this isn't the first time, and it certainly won't be the last time, that Dee Dee has come in and pushed a button that she shouldn't have. So maybe, maybe Dexter could, like... I don't know, adapt to that and just either make the button harder push or like don't, don't turn it, it on be a yeah exactly don't have it be active or like put it behind a cage or something like do the like two keys thing that you have to launch a nuke because this certainly seems as disruptive as launching a nuke because you're changing the whole universe even just slightly but still like you'd think there would be some fail safes if he was actually if he actually thought this through he is bad at science that's what I'm claiming right now. Yeah, but just not a not a not a smart move on his part. So they they pretty much decide, okay, we'll just go in and Dexter will try to finish the machine and then we they can get back to where they exist. Yeah, their their own reality, hopefully. Right. So they kind of sneak back into the house and go to Dexter's room, but since Dexter doesn't exist in this universe. Um, what they see is kind of different, uh, and it turns out this is this is what like his dad's man cave basically. Uh, well, Rotten Dexter's dad calls it his laboratory, right? Which is weird that he's in there and notices them because they were just in there when the button was pushed. Yeah, maybe it's like, uh... 
Maybe there was some weird, like, cross-fading effect with the two universes. Where... I don't actually know how to explain that. The universe in that room didn't change until they left that room? Yeah, something like that. There's got to be some... Or maybe he was off getting some coffee or something. Yeah, (laughs) He just happened to be out of the room um, for dramatic effect so that the the no-pancakes joke could be made. Yeah, so... Then... He's like... Uh, then Dee Dee asks Rotten Dexter why Dad is in in his lab, and then Dexter of the Rotten said, "I guess in this reality, Dad made his own laboratory." Now th- there is a a bit of a difference between the inventions that Dexter makes and the ones that his father actually makes, um, because all of the ones that his father makes seem to be golf related. Which is a character trait that I forgot that his dad had. I had also forgotten this. I, w- I wonder if he just like talks about going golfing a lot. I if if that's the case, I had forgotten. Otherwise, it's no, just something made for this story. It doesn't ring any bells for me. But again, it's it's been a while. It's been several years. So he he pretty much has the same reaction that that their mom has. He says. How how'd your kids get into the lab? Um, although it's kind of strange that uh, that his wife Dexter's mom uh, doesn't really know about the lab apparently, because <laughs> when she says breakfast is almost ready, and I'm sure it's pancakes for breakfast, by the way, waffles. He says oh, waffles. Sure, quick, shut the door before my wife sees my lab. Yeah, um, I don't, th- I don't get it, but they, they don't ever do anything with that. Yeah, but I guess um, it's just the same kind of setup where it's a yeah, secret. it's just a running thing where the the parents just don't know about the lab. So yeah, there's there's no, I mean, if there was a payoff to that, great, but there's not. So there doesn't really seem to be one. Um, they they kind of like mention that. Uh, Rotten Dexter says, "Good old dad, still the still the golf fanatic, even in this reality." So it must which be a running course, thing in the show. It it must be, um, which confuses him. Of course, he says, D- "Dad, I'm I'm not your dad." Uh, and then Dee Dee jumps in. She's like, "But you are, cause Rotten Dexter had this button, and when we pressed it, it would alter the world, and I touched it." And at first I thought it didn't make pancakes exist, but then we found it actually made us not exist. But here we are, we do exist still. Yeah, so I don't know why we need, like, an exposition dump. I guess that's that's actually a lot like, uh... I think that's pretty good voice for, for Dee Dee, where she kind of, um... Exposits. Yeah, she exposits, like, really quickly, saying, like... This is this and then this and this and this happened and and then these three things happened and and that's how we got here. And, and she's she's very excitable. Yeah. Um So then Rotten Dexter is like, "Yeah, no, she's right. We need to get this machine so we can f- we need to finish this machine so we can finish it and fix the rea- fix reality before we vanish." I really like Dexter's dad's response to this. <laughs> he basically uh, yeah. says, 
so I'm not I'm not gonna let you touch my lap. Golf is not fun in games. It's a serious sport. And if what you're saying is true, then I assume that this lab no longer is my own, and I no longer am the king of the golf club. So no, I can't let you change reality. He just wants to continue to be the golf king. <laughs> now I hmm, I can respect that. I actually went golfing yesterday. Oh right, because you're an old man. That's right. Yeah, because um, one of one of the uh, like the the family members I went with, they originally had someone else that they were planning to go with, but he wasn't able to because his kids are a handful and he needed some sleep. <laughs> so, so I took his spot in the in the uh, in the tea time, um, and I got I like I played pretty well. But I wasn't exactly the king of the golf course, and I could definitely see how it, that would be. Um, if if I was king of the golf course, I wouldn't want someone to take that away from me. Yeah, um, I if I was king of anything, I wouldn't want somebody to take that away from me. So I yeah, I, I mean it's it's almost like power corrupts. But yeah, I was <laughs> gonna make a joke there, but I couldn't think of one. So <laughs> oh, good. Aficionados, we have a new tagline. I was going to make a joke, but I couldn't think of one. Anyway, join us next week. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we've got just a little bit of story left. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I was going to make a joke. (laughs) At this point, Dee Dee's starting to fade away. And she does that thing where she's like, oh no, help me, no. And kind of trails off as she disappears. And then just kind of vanishes. Yeah. Uh, at which point, Rotten Dexter should just be like, well, you know what? This is fine. Yeah, this this reality is going to be great for a couple minutes until I vanish. No one's going to disrupt me or my experiments, because I don't have any, because I don't have a laboratory. Now, I'm curious. Could okay. Dexter prevent himself from vanishing? Sorry, who? Ah, damn it. Could Rotten Dexter prevent himself from vanishing by pulling a McFly here? Now, um, as established earlier in the podcast, I don't remember what happens very well in that film. What do you mean by pulling a McFly? Uh, so, basically, uh, his mom is like, hey, uh... Oh, okay. So we got back up just a little bit more. So he falls out of a tree. She saves him from getting hit by a car after he fell out of said tree. Uh, And she ends up, uh, like, taking him back to her place and, like, nursing him back to consciousness. Uh, And he says that his name is uh, Calvin Klein because that's what's written on his underwear. That's a good name. Uh because Calvin Klein didn't exist in uh, in 1955. No, I think yeah, I think 55? it's 55. Yeah, he went, so yeah 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 1955. Yeah, uh, Calvin Klein was not a uh, was not a company uh, at that point. So his mother, his teenage mother, would not know what that is. So right. uh, as Calvin Klein, she's all. Like, oh, Calvin, my loins. And uh, he's like, uh, no, you're my mom. That's gross. Um, So then he (laughs) decides that in order to save himself from vanishing, he's just got to 
take his he's dad get his and to his mom out. and be like, hey, please, uh, bang. So, right, because he, he, he does the thing where he keeps, like, pushing them together and being George, like, hey, you, you two should totally get together. And then he, like, pulls the picture out of his pocket and sees if people are still disappearing, right? Yeah, yep. Okay. Uh, and, and then there's that whole uh, Biff does the bad thing in the car, and then George, uh, Marty's dad, comes in and punches punches Biff, at which point uh, M- Mrs. McFly who has a name probably, uh, is like, oh, Calvin, I don't care, but George, my loins. Um, so that's how that happens. So yeah. could he get hit or stop himself from vanishing by just being like, hey, uh, golf wizard guy, golf king, uh, why don't you and uh, you and not pancake lady just uh, go bang? So you're suggesting that he put together an elaborate... Doesn't have to be elaborate. They're married. Well, since it's it's on TV, it's going to be an elaborate ruse where he convinces Uh, both of them that the other is trying to get them in bed so that they can conceive a child. Mm. I just realized that the only downside to this is... Dexter's the younger child. Dee Dee's the yeah. Hmm. So this is a really long con. It would have to happen twice, or or maybe the first would make them want to have a second kid. But I imagine there's lots of uh, like rose petals involved, like spelling some, spelling out let's bang. Yeah, like spelling out something in like lipstick on a mirror, maybe, or like in the uh, in the in the steam. While they're in the shower or something, which is another kind of weird thing to suggest, but um, you know what I'm talking—like writing, writing notes and, and stuff like that. And then together. when it when it steams up, then it got the words. Precisely. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm, maybe. I don't think he has the kind of time to do that. Judge Probably not. How quickly Dee Dee disappeared, but uh, I think if he had more time, that would definitely be where this goes. And I'm, uh, sh- I'm sure hilarity would ensue. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've only got about 200 words left. So, <laughs> uh, Dexter de- uh, Rotten Dexter decides that, uh, in the meantime, he must uh, quickly build a reality-altering device before he vanishes. Or before uh, Golf King Dad catches me. Or Golf I will vanish, King too. Dad. Uh, so... He runs away. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think Dexter's particularly quick. He's got short stubby legs. I also don't think golfers are really. Well, um, it helps that he's got the do element of, of surprise. Yeah, so he's just kind of like running through, like grabbing stuff off the shelves in this uh, foreign laboratory. Um, and then now I'm curious how foreign happens. it actually is. Like how. I How imagine it's like it all the same his... inventions, but everything has just like a golf club duct taped to the side of it. Uh, yeah, I'm convinced. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way that... This literally happens in two sentences where it says, Dexter grabbed parts from shelves as he ran by, quickly put them together. And then the next line is, I hope this works, and he pushes the button. Uh, and then, just like earlier, the world freezes, and colors happen. And then just kind of like snaps back together. Time starts moving again. 
and then the lab that he's in, I guess, like, begins to warp and phase in and out of existence. And he runs towards the exit of the lab, but not before seeing his father vanish. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then right before he... Uh, he, he right before he reaches the exit, he he says, "I hope this sets everything right." And then he vanishes as well. Yeah, so I, I guess he's like jumping through a portal as this reality collapses around him, or something like that. That seems to be what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we get some some really cool shots from like Inception and Interstellar stuff like that. Wow. And the, yeah. <laughs> some like. Really cool Inception horns blaring in the background as as he, like, slides into this just super bright light as he heads towards the light in, into the next life. And, and then... Okay, so he sprints into this, and the whole, the whole screen goes white. This is the part where we do cinematography. Um, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... It pans down, and you see that uh, it pans down from, like, a really bright laboratory light or something like that. And it, it pans down, and you see Dexter... Just lying kind of, on the floor. Yeah, li- lying on the floor, slumped against uh, an examining table or, or a workbench in his lab. And he kind of, he kind of like, wakes up, and he, he looks around for a second... And I, I imagine he happens to see, like, a golf club on one of his inventions. <laughs> and mo- momentarily, like, his face just, like, like his face just drops as he realizes that he might not have, uh, yeah, might he, not have fixed what he was trying to do. Exactly. And then, right, right as he, right as he starts to hang his head, you hear from off screen, Dexter, Dee Dee. It's time for breakfast. At which point the audience lets out a sigh of relief. Yeah. So uh, Rotten Dexter runs down and sees his dad at the table reading his favorite golf magazine. And of course his father here says, you know what, in another life, I bet I would have made a great golfer. Uh, and uh, at which point the laugh track rolls. Um, while, <laughs> while the... While, uh, the mother slash wife goes, "Oh, honey!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like she rolls, like hands on her hips, rolls her eyes, and looks at the camera. Yeah, ex- exactly. Kind of the, uh, it's almost like uh, Ricky Ricardo saying, "You've got some splaining to do," or something like that. Where it's, it's basically a catchphrase at this Lucy, point. Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Yeah, and they, they kind of like cock their head to the side and. Oh no! Yeah, I, just I definitely time did that. For the laugh track to roll. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so, I I definitely just did that. So it's. it's yeah, I, and I promise, believe me. Of course, Dexter's uh, excited, so he's he's wondering what's for breakfast and asks, "Is it pancakes?" Yeah. Uh, response. Mom's is, just like pancakes. What are pancakes? Oh, nothing. I guess. Uh, at, at which point the audience laughs again. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's like a fun callback to like, oh, I guess what happened this time when you push the button is you're pancakes alive. Still but don't exist. This time it's actually the pancakes thing, which as unlikely as it is, you know, could still happen. Still a possibility. 
Da da da. Now we have one line left in this story. Yeah. Uh, and I it's believe, really I believe something. When I sent you, when I sent you the email for this uh, this week, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick because I believe what I said was. I know exactly what you said. I'm not sure what I just read here. Yeah. So um, like th- this story was fairly. You know, it, it it was it was something like it wasn't. It's got that Shyamalan twist right at the end, though. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what I just read. Uh, so the do, do you want the final line? Um, I th- I think I think you deserve it. All right, all right. So, uh, you know, we we back up a line. We've got the oh nothing, I guess. Dexter laughed. And Dexter laughs. Uh, suddenly, an asteroid fell from the sky and killed everyone. The end. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's that's all here. She wrote, and that's all that um, was written. We just got Shyamalan. If, if you, yeah, we did. If you uh, so, so, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> Dexter's dad was played by Shyamalan. That's an interesting casting choice. Um, this is, did, uh, did The Last Airbender, that was a Shyamalan film, did that have a twist, or was the twist just that the it was The twist bad? that it was just really bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I was, I was yeah, gonna see was, if the author yeah. was, uh, was Shyamalan, but it, it was not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sure um, wasn't. Uh, I mean, I guess we can't really laugh about that without saying why it was funny, but the the author of this, and I can't emphasize this enough, I don't think this is M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> um, username Cow Sodomy uh, submitted this story, and we really need oh. to run these by our quality assurance team before we read them on the podcast. To be um, fair, I didn't when I when I sent you the, those three options, I did not look at the uh, the authors. Yeah, the author I, I'm I'm sure that you did not. Um, so, I guess with that, I want to say uh, thank you to to Cow Sodomy <laughs> for making me say your name again and for writing this story with just this the strangest, quickest uh, twist ever at the end, and the these. The added extra twist of, of your name. Um, but I'd also like to thank Overclock Remix for the use of our theme song. It comes from ocremix.org. They do things. It's it's a website with uh, nothing to do with cow sodomy. They do uh, remixes of video game music, basically. It's got tons and tons of good stuff. It's one of my favorite places on the internet. Check it out. Yeah. Uh... You can Twitter us at aficionadospod. You can Gmail us, uh, aficionadospod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the links to this story and to all Cow the Sodomy. music that we use will story. be... Yeah, Cow Sodomy's story, there will be a link to it uh, in the blog post at aficionados.com blogspot.com it's not blogspot it's aficionados.wordpress.org uh, uh, 
No, it's stephanie.com. Aficionadospod.wordpress.com is where you can go to see uh, no, blog nope, posts with the nope. full information. No, it's not. It's it's not aficionados.wordpress.com? Nope. That's a Spanish website. <laughs> aficionadospod.wordpress.com. Yes. <laughs> yep, just just like our Twitter handle, add.wordpress.com. You can see the, the full blog post with links to the story, um, links to iTunes where you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a review, and the intro music and the outro music from ocremix.org. Anything else, Richard, that we're missing? Uh, I mean, that was a bit of a train wreck, but I don't think so. It sure was, and I love <laughs> calling attention to it. This has been Aficionados. Until next time, I'm Jacob Wagtag Wagoner. Uh, I've been Richard Dick Stevens. And... Uh, We'll see you next time where we hopefully don't talk about Kyosotomy. Uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's, let's run that outro one more time. Just, just, just do it for me. The, what, what? Just, just, just the name. Like, literally just the sentence? Where, oh, okay. Uh, until next time, I've been Jacob Wagtag Wagoner. Uh, and I've been Rich the Dick Stevens. I had a joke, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> All right. That wasn't the line, was it? Well, I screwed that one up, didn't I? Wow, I screwed the cow on that one. I was, oh, no. Was that the joke? No, it wasn't. Well, it, it, uh, I, was, I was trying to make a callback to the, I thought I had a joke, but I didn't. Part. But I forgot it. Yeah. Or I, but, I, but I couldn't think of one. That's what it was. And we could, we couldn't I, even think of... I thought I had the, a joke, but I couldn't think of one. The bad joke about not having a joke, which... <laughs> If that's uh, not the epitome of this podcast, then I don't know what is. Uh, we'll see you next time out of Fiction Autos. Troll the respawn, Jeremy. Yeah.